Welcome to the Colonial Church STA podcast. My name is Pastor Matt McClory. I'm so glad you could take the time to listen to this message. Well, I'm excited to preach tonight. Does anyone have their Bible with them? Anybody? Oh yeah, got some people in the front row. It's great. Um, We're going to be opening up in Psalm 130. Yeah, Psalm 130. And as you're going there, does anyone have a notebook with them? Yeah. Oh, hey, brownie points. Okay. That's great. I don't have my notebook with me, but I'll bring it next time. But that's great. Mal, Mal's got her digital notebook tonight. But hey, we're excited. Um, I think God has something really amazing in store for tonight. Yeah. And uh, so let's just read together. Let's go. Let's get right into it. Psalm 130, we're going to be starting in verse 5 here. It says, I wait for the Lord, my whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. I wait for the Lord, more than watchmen wait for the morning, more than watchmen wait for the morning. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel for all their sins. That's so good. Tonight, I want to preach a sermon entitled, Wisdom in the Waiting. So good. Wisdom in the Waiting. So turn to your neighbor and say, hey, I've been waiting all week to sit next to you. (laughs) Might be a little awkward because you don't know them, but you're going to know them pretty well by the end of the night. Okay, all right, all right, that's enough. Easy now. Valentine's Day is just around the corner. Y'all can wait, okay? But, um, yeah, wisdom in the waiting. That's what we're going to be talking about. But, hey, I'm, I'm believing that in the next few moments that Jesus is going to speak to your soul and also bring comfort and peace in your season of waiting, whatever that may look like. It might be different for everyone, and that's okay. But there's peace and comfort that comes from God if we just lean into him. In that, in that moment of waiting. Amen? So uh, let's pray together. Jesus, we just thank you. We give this night to you. We invite your spirit into this place, God. And whatever season of waiting, we choose to trust you, God, through it all. Because we, we know that even when things seem silent, you're still there, God. So And you're still working in our lives. So we give tonight to, to you and We lift it up to you, God, tonight. We love you and pray all this in your holy name. Amen. 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 All right. So a few days ago, Mal and I, I don't know if she knows I'm going to tell the story, but it's okay. We're going to go with it. Um, A few days ago, um, we were, we got up, you know, we didn't, we didn't get up at our normal hour. We usually get up pretty early. Um, Instead, we slept in until 9, and I know, like, for some of the college students in the room, they're like, what, that's still early, are you crazy? But that's kind of, that's kind of late for us, so slept in until 9, and um, we just kind of took the morning slow, we had breakfast, and then uh, we got some workout clothes on, then we went to the beach, we decided we wanted to go for a walk slash run, because mm-hmm. I'm lazy, I don't want to run the whole time, so we just kind of, <laughs> like, went back and forth, and uh, it was great. But the moment that we got ready 
And I could tell that something was bothering Mal. I could tell that there was a lot on her mind. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm just going to leave it for now. I'm going to get in the car. Let's just try to get to the beach. And then I'll bring it up to her. And I could just tell, like, she was kind of, you know, just struggling with some stuff internally. And then the moment we got on the beach, we started walking. We just went right into that honest chat, that honest conversation. And, um, you know, we, I think what happened was that first, before I go further into this story, women, um, us men will never understand you in certain categories. Um, so let me be specific on that. So women, you guys have this amazing ability um, to just multitask. You guys are so good at it and it's impressive. And I will tell you right now, this is gonna disappoint some of you tonight, but men do not have that trait. Even though some of them are like, no, 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 I can multitask, like I'm good. It's like deep down, they can't, they really can't. So, um, but yeah, we struggle with it. And that is not a gift that we have, but women you do, and that's amazing. <laughs> but Mal, she, I, I found out quickly as we were walking that she had tons of things on her mind, more than one thing. And I was, definitely impressed in that moment and I could see why she'd be overwhelmed because she was thinking of five or six things at once and she was going running through all these things and she's like you know I just really love the idea of you know like I want to have kids one day like yeah we'll have kids one day it's just we're not in that season yet which is good okay well I want to have a dog one day it's like I do too I want to have a dog one day as well she's like well um yeah but like we, we're both believing one day, this will happen, one day we want to do ministry just full time. And we will do that. But we're just, we're still waiting for that. So we're still waiting for a dog, you know? You know, not now doesn't mean never, right? Amen? So we'll get a dog one day. But the biggest, the biggest one that she was, that was on her heart was that, you know, she, want, she wants a house. She wants to live in a home. And right now we live in an apartment. And that's okay, like apartments, that's great, but it's, it's, a, it's small, it's not big, it's not spacious. And there's something about a home that makes it special, right? You have a backyard, you have, you know, maybe two sinks, that would be great. We have one sink and we share it and it's, it's hard in the morning sometimes. But um, I think it's more of a struggle for her, but that's okay. But... Um, that was the biggest, that was the biggest one that was on our heart. Like, ah, we're in the season of waiting, but we really wanted, I want to have a house. I'm like, I'm right there with you, to be honest. I was thinking that in my head internally. I was like, yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm believing for all those things. But I just felt like God kind of said in that moment to me that like, yes, I see that you're waiting and I'm, I'm here. I'm with you in your waiting. Yeah, that's good. And you just need to trust me. So even though, you know, we feel this way sometimes, we just need to continue to trust and wait on him. When things don't line up, we need to trust him. And, you know, sometimes it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a little longer than we want it to take. But God's way is always better. And that doesn't mean we have any less anticipation. We can look forward to it. You know? So I really, I love this passage. Going back to what we were reading earlier in Psalm 130. I just love it because it starts out 
right off the bat was I wait for the Lord. My, all of me waits for the Lord. My whole being waits for the Lord and his word I put my hope in. I love that because even though this psalmist had been familiar with distress or discouragement, he knows where to find his help in God's word. But there's also this level of anticipation, right? The psalmist says, I wait for the Lord more than the watchman waits for the morning. And we're like, okay, what does that mean? And then he says it again, more than the watchman wait for the morning. So back in the day, a watchman would look out at the edge of the town. He'd look for any approaching danger or uh, threats, potential threats to the town, right? But he's waiting for the morning. He's waiting for the sun to rise. The psalmist waits for the Lord and is eager, more eager than watchman waits for the morning sun to rise. And how reliable is the sun? I mean, you know, right. we don't even think about it half the time, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, morning time, yeah, the sun's up. Okay, cool, we go to bed, sun goes down. We don't really think about, you know, if it's going to come up tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. But it just, you know, it always does. Yeah. But the psalmist, he's saying, I'm even more eager to wait on God. And that's, that was really hard to say, I'm sure, in this kind of moment of where he or she might have been discouraged. But he's still pressed through. And there's this unshakable trust in God with the words that are written in this passage. The psalmist trusts God. He's confident in the Lord's ability. For the, the Lord has unfailing love. Some translations in that part, it says loving kindness. And I'm going to give it a shot. I'm not a biblical scholar. But in Hebrew, loving kindness is translated to hasid, meaning kindness, mercy, goodness, and favor. All of those. Isn't that cool? In one word. Just just to name a few, that's that's all he's saying in that. Not only that, but in him we have redemption. Isn't that amazing? That's good news tonight. But we read all this truth in scripture, but still get caught up with this I this this idea of waiting, this moment of waiting, or this season of waiting. Sometimes we say Yes, that's great, God, but I'm really tired. Like, yeah, I'll wait, but I'm so tired. I get so, so discouraged. This waiting is taking a toll on me. But I, I want to encourage you. Uh, my first thought for us tonight, that we don't need to get worried, or we don't need to get weary in the process. So don't, don't get weary in the process. Through your season of waiting, don't allow your moment of waiting on the Lord cause you to become jaded. God has called you to too much for you to get frustrated and beaten up over the waiting process. It could be that you're getting tired of waiting for your job promotion or finding someone you want to spend the rest of your life with or you know, just trying to get through college. Like, I'm done with waiting. Like, I want to be graduated. I want to get done. I understand that feeling. I've been there before, but whatever it is you're waiting for, just remember that he's there through it all. God is in your waiting. Don't get weary in the process of waiting. I think sometimes it's easy for us to, to, it's easy for us to be believing for something and we're in this transition period 
and just feel kind of this weight in the waiting, like W-E-I-G-H-T, like this physical weight. And you're waiting, like, is anything actually going to happen? Like, I don't hear you, God. To feel like this burden when it seems as though God is silent. But I want to tell you tonight that he's never silent. He isn't. When God seems silent, we need to retune our senses. He's, he's always speaking to us. It's just a matter of listening. Lend an ear to what God has to say in your waiting. God isn't silent. You just need to read his word and listen. But again, when it comes to this heaviness that can develop in waiting, I want to remind you, friend, that the weight of your weight is never too much for God. So if you're taking notes tonight, you can write that down. The weight of your weight is never too much for God. Psalm 55, 22, in the NIV, it says, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. That is good news tonight. You can cast, you can cast it on him. In Matthew 11, starting in verse 28, it says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, I will give you rest. Yeah, amen. We can find a rest in him, amen? Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's so encouraging. We don't need to carry this heaviness that can come during our waiting season because we have God. We can cast those, those burdens on him. So one person that came to my mind as I was preparing this message, and that would be familiar with a season of waiting, would be Nelson Mandela. Mandela, used, he, he joined the African National Congress in 1942. For many years, he directed a campaign of peaceful and nonviolent defiance against the South African government, specifically targeting racist policies, right? He saw injustice and he wanted to do something about it. So Mandela was, he was a civil rights activist. On top of many other things, he was eventually put in prison though for standing up for what he believed in. And he was in prison for 27 years. I didn't realize it was that long. 27 years, can you imagine that? For standing up for something that you believed in, for justice, you know? And he, just, he was thrown into jail because of it. And it would have been easy for him to kind of pay attention to the weight of his weight. And that could have easily taken him out, but he pushed through. After getting out of prison, he was elected as the first black president of South Africa. Like, that's amazing. That waiting season didn't define him. It, it doesn't need to define you either. Yeah. I hope you hear me tonight. It doesn't have to define you either. He's in your waiting. Instead of focusing on the weight of your waiting, we should bring a level of expectation to our waiting. Yeah. Do you hear me? Yeah. So that's my next thought that I really want us to write down. Bring a level of expectation to your time of waiting. That's not always the first response. It's like, great, I don't really know what's going to happen at the end of the season. Cool. <laughs> I'm so expectant. I can understand that. 
but let's let's just lean on God from the start of that season. That's good. That's right. And I'll tell you, things will change. I promise you. Proverbs 24, starting in verse 13, it says, Eat honey, dear children, or dear child, sorry. It's good for you. Delicacy, delicacies that melt in your mouth. Likewise, knowledge and wisdom for your soul. Get that and your future is secured. Your hope is on a solid rock. In other translations, that last sentence says, thy expectation will not be cut off. That's so cool. Seek his wisdom in the waiting and your future is secured. Your hope is on a firm foundation. Crave for wisdom like honey, for it is wisdom for your soul. You know, as Mal and I kept walking on the beach, we were chatting through the difficulties of waiting on, on God, and, and Mal stopped for a moment, and she picked, up, she picked up a shell. I think I have it with me somewhere. I just brought a random shell with me. But, so this is the shell that she picked up. And she picked up other shells, too. I don't know if you remember that. She picked up other ones, but she ended up keeping this one. And it wasn't by coincidence. And she told me about that that shell later on, you know, after we got off the beach. And I was like, yeah, it's a nice shell. Like, it's cool. But, like, what significance does it have? Like, it's cool. Are you going to make a necklace? She's like, no. I'm not going to make a necklace. Like, she, she felt God was speaking to her when she picked that up. I'm like, okay, what did God say? She said... Um, and I'm paraphrasing, but she said the Spirit of God spoke to her in that moment. And he said, I want you to hold on to this shell so you can be reminded later of how you made it through. For you are in a moment of waiting, but I am always faithful. And I'm getting emotional about a shell, but it's so much more than that, right? It's so much more than that. God is saying, I I want you to hold on to this, this shell, as a reminder of how you made it through, because of me. And I think God wants us to have that viewpoint through any season of waiting, whatever it looks like. It's different for everyone. I got overwhelmed in that moment. And her telling me about that and this dialogue that she had with God because that is, it's true in every circumstance. Like I was just saying, it really is. We are more than conquerors in Christ. He's, he's our portion and he sustains us through everything. That's right. So wait for the Lord. Be strong. Let your heart take courage. Just wait for him. Have courage. Expect for big things. Amen? Yeah. That's great. There's always ups and downs in life. There's always going to be that. But through everything, even when God seems silent, he's still making a miracle. There's always a miracle in the making. Yeah. And he's still doing something. He's on the move. Even though you might not feel it or see it, he's, he's on the move. Yeah. And that's when we can, we can take the opportunity to, to choose to lean in. Instead of to retract, because it's easy to retract, right? In those moments, you're like, I don't know what's going on. I don't understand. Peace, I'm out. But if we choose to lean in, 
that's a whole other story. Right. That's a whole different outcome. Right. So just be encouraged tonight. Take courage on and expect big things because he's going to move in big ways. Amen? Yeah. All right, you all received that word? Yeah. All right, let's pray together. Jesus, I just thank you for tonight. We thank you for an opportunity to open up your word and to just read your truth, God. And I just pray that that it would be written on our hearts, God, that we take it with us. Jesus, I just pray that you'd give every student, every young adult in this room opportunities to share what you've shared with us tonight, God, to, to others, to other people, God, in our world, maybe friends, people in our workplace, where, wherever they are, God. I just pray that you'd give us boldness and courage to share it so we can be an encouragement and blessing to others. We love you. We pray all this in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Can we just give God a hand tonight? Thank you for listening to this message. We pray it bless you greatly. Please visit us at www.colonialchurch.life for more.